Today is episode four of the Impetus Digital Courageous Conversations YouTube series. And today I'm going to be talking about the Internet of Medical Things. So I, I know a lot of you probably heard the Internet of Things, but what exactly is the Internet of Medical Things? Well, it's actually anything that's associated with things like medical devices and any sort of applications um, that can actually be done through Wi-Fi or internet connections and actually with data being stored and transferred through the cloud. So there's a lot of really, really cool inventions and things and opportunities in the healthcare space now that we've plugged into this internet of medical things. So think for a moment about some of the possibilities with things like wearable devices. Patients are actually wearing Fitbits and other things that are being customized. Um, I know that there's actually lots of things going on with uh, X-Prizes and uh, tricorders and being able to measure everything without pinpricks and other sorts of stuff where we can eventually start tracking our breathing, our heart rates, our glucose management, other sorts of um, liver and uh, other biochemistry, biochemical markers and other sorts of things that we can't even imagine today. Um, and these are all going to be part of the Internet of Medical Things, all plugged into the cloud. We're also talking about sensors that are going to be located, enabled in, in hospitals, in hospital beds and in infusion pumps, being able to determine what level of medications have been sent or administered to patients, um, if they've taken medications and, you know, what what is going on with their bodies as well, too, in these hospital beds. We're also talking about medical tracking systems, um, being able to determine and having sensors to determine things like medical supply equipment inventory and other kinds of tracking. Um, anything, we're starting to see a lot more inclusion of near field communication or NFC or radio frequency identification or IFID. And the more this is becoming uh, amplified within hospital and health giving um, environments, the more likely we can have this connection into the cloud and we can have these sensors and we can have these trackers all speaking and communicating so that we can actually have a better discussion about a patient's healthcare process and journey. So some of these great examples are things like medical device, um, medical devices that a patient might be wearing that can send an alert to their physician if they have taken their meds or if they've missed their meds. And then there can be this automated service that actually prompts them to do it or reminds them and does this in a fun way or through a video. It also alerts the physician so they know actually how to speak to the patient. Or it could also connect to an automated chat bot that might give a patient a call and have a discussion with them. So again, this would be all through machine intelligence and deep learning, so through neural networks a bit, being able to build these smart machines. Um, we also are talking about things like patient x-rays and other sort of diagnostics being able to get shared real time and shared across the net so that multiple caregivers who could even be having a rounds or, or discussion remotely be able to discuss difficult patients or um, discuss a case. This can be done through learning, education, medical education, or right before a surgery uh, so that people in remote or community, uh, community areas can tap into the, um, the smarts or the expertise of people within key centers of excellence. We also can see things like implant, um, 
uh, implanted device monitors that can manage symptoms. Um, they can actually help correct uh, the, you know, whatever it is the patient's doing or not doing and also alert physicians. Uh, there's also things like contact lenses that are monitoring glucose levels or necklaces that are measuring people's swallowing. Did they take their medication or are they having issues? Um, so there's all kinds of really neat sensors and tools um, that we are starting to build. And this is just the inflection point of this exponential technology realm. I was actually just reading the other day that Janssen in one of their Infogana trials, the Chief HF study, that has incorporated these smart devices. So patients are wearing wearable devices, which are measuring, you know, the number of steps that they're taking and, and um, the, uh, the number of uh, stairs that they're taking, and also measuring other sorts of things to actually, and actually doing this through an app as well, through like questionnaires and determining their physical activity to, to be able to use real world evidence uh, directed into their study. So this is actually a pivotal sort of indication specific study. So really interesting how the internet of medical things are also integrated into our clinical studies. So there's a many benefits associated with the internet of medical things, including the fact that we can get objective monitoring. And, um, and this is really important because if we are just focusing on the subjective monitoring through word of mouth or through things people think that they're doing, but they're actually really not. Um, this gives a much better perspective on what is going on. So as we start to eventually share this data and we start to do things like population management, it will be a lot more accurate. We can also determine what the effects are on certain medications or interventions or services or, or medical apps on patient outcomes and then be able to attach, um, you know, risk benefit payment structures between suppliers and insurers and payers. There's also the ability for the remote monitoring. Again, great physicians and healthcare providers are not available everywhere. They're expensive and they can't be at all places. So, but the thing is we want to be able to maximize healthcare benefits and outcomes for patients across the globe. So how do we do this successfully? Well, with using the internet of medical things, we can now actually do telemedicine. We can now actually be able to view x-rays and diagnostics and share information with other caregivers across the globe to be able to give the right kinds of information. And surely we can talk about automation here. The other third benefit of, of internet of medical things is automation. We can take the 3Ds, things that are dirty, dull, and dangerous away from regular workers and get them to work on more specialized areas. Um, so getting physicians away from the day-to-day -day administrative things, um, just being sort of a glorified, you know, mover and shaker of, of um, you know, typing into a computer and spending more time with patients and more time in caregiving and dialogue um, and in customization for those patients and being able to automate things into virtual assistants and other smart machines to do more of the rote tasks. We're also getting into an era of precision medicine. As we start to measure and monitor individual patient needs, we will eventually get into a place where we can customize the dose that a patient is gonna get of any particular medication or a particular intervention or a series of interventions. They could be medications or services or apps and they could be collated and served up and prescribed to a patient for their particular needs and requirements. 
And last but not least, I was mentioning the fifth benefit of the Internet of Medical Things is I really believe this is going to help improve the human connection. So instead of right now where we're kind of in this kind of no man's land where sometimes healthcare providers are spending more time in front of the computer, entering notes, reading protocols, and less time focusing on the patient, by taking all of that away and allowing these things to work on the side as smart machines, machine learning, deep learning, sort of takes a, a grip in the healthcare space, is healthcare providers can spend more time on what can't be exponentially replicated in a technology way, and that is trust and confidence and, um, and being able to be empathetic. So those are things that I see as being one of the benefits and the positives as we move into this. Of course, the Internet of Medical Things are not going to come without some risks, and I've talked about these in previous videos. One of these has to do with the fact of cost. Sometimes there has to be a deep investment in some of these things before we start to see changes, changes in our metrics, changes in patient outcomes, changes in, in satisfaction, both at the healthcare provider level as well as at the patient level. So where is this money going to come from in a very, um, you know, uh, economically depleted community and society and basically world that we live in? And in addition, there's also the haves and the have-nots. So when we talk about inner city and small rural communities versus large centers of excellence, um, centers of, um, of expertise, who is going to get these Internet of Medical things? And if you're somebody who lives in a rural community or an inner city, are you going to have access to some of these things that are going to help with your, out, your health outcomes? There's also the problem about change management. We are so used to having the infrastructures that we have at the hospital and the healthcare giving facilities that we do. So how do we bring in change? How do we get people to think differently about technology, about inclusion, and about um, doing things in a different way than we've, we've been doing. So change management is something that requires time and, 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 um, and expertise. There's also the issue about privacy and security. There's lots of cyber attacks that we hear about over and over again. So how do we make sure through HIPAA and other regulations that patient information is protected, but at the same time, what can we allow to be shared so that we can really increase our knowledge our ability to do population management, increase in um, clinical trial management, sharing new product and uh, medical developments and innovations. So lots of things for us to think about. Everything starts with a thought. So at Impetus Digital, we've curated some of the best-in-class collaboration tools through our Impetus Insight platform that allows these courageous conversations to start taking place so we can start asking the questions so we can start actually having conversations beyond the pill and start really feeding into the possibilities of what is possible in the future. So the links below are check out our website, impetusdigital.com. Love to get your comments. Feel free to leave your ideas. And until next time, my friends, live courageously.